let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out of pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million dollars. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. KFI AM640, you're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio 1 to 4, then after 4 o'clock, John and Ken on demand, the podcast. And coming up in the next segment, another farewell message to Ken. Uh, this news just in, apparently uh, Joe Biden is coming to California for a fundraiser. Spoke at one on the East Coast, and he told uh, the audience at this fundraiser, I don't think I'd be running next year if Trump wasn't in the race. Kind of a candid admission that uh, <laughs> Democrats really don't want him to win. So I guess as the incumbent, he thinks he has right. a better chance than the others. I don't know. Yeah. Against Trump. But it, So he wouldn't be running except Trump is running. That's correct. Otherwise, he'd he thinks it I really doubt whether or not I would run for a second right. term if Trump was not in the running. Yeah, because he's exhausted and senile. <laughs> <laughs> but there's something about Trump is going to can't him, have one without the other now. Make make him fight through the senility. Uh, of course, we had that uh, story which uh, popped up on Friday that they were looking for a serial murderer. They believe the same guy killed three homeless men around Los Angeles in just a matter of days, and then the shocker on Saturday. That because the sex, a separate story they, we thought was the follow home robbery and murder of an L.A. County employee in San Dimas. And they announced on Saturday the arrest of a man by the name of Jared Powell. And they believe he killed all four people. So that was the first stunner. I'm going to bring on Steve Gregory, who's been covering the story for KFI News. 
about some other developments, including uh, a windfall well, that this man received. We, we were puzzled yesterday that he had a 2024 BMW yeah. that he was driving, and we wondered where he could get the money. And maybe this next chapter is where he got the money. Yeah, so apparently back in 2019, uh, we're talking about Jared Joseph Powell, 33-year-old, uh, who was, as the guys just said, uh, taken into custody last Wednesday by Beverly Hills Police Department. In 2019, um, Powell says that a um, Santa Monica Harbor Patrol ATV had rolled over him. And apparently he was lying in some sort of a ditch or something that he created in the beach. And uh, the ATV, the, the patrol officers were responding to a call of a fire. And as the ATV was going there, somehow drove over him or rolled over him or some something. Anyway, caused enough injury or enough problem to Powell for him to sue the city of Santa Monica. And he was awarded a $700,000 settlement. So that was in 2019. So by the time he got the cash, you know, I don't know, it takes a few months. Did uh, taxpayers end up paying for his getaway car as he went on the murder spree? Well, it depends. If that settlement had come out of an insurance policy, which was paid would have been paid for by yeah. taxpayers, sure. or, or whether it came out of the general fund, I doubt that. But I'm sure that's what the uh, the cities are all insured for that kind of thing. But, um, and, but his, uh, you know, that was in the civil courts, but he has quite a history in the criminal courts. And court documents that, that I've looked at go back to at least 2013. Um, he had a restraining order filed against him by a woman in Los Angeles in 2013, another by a woman in San Bernardino in 2016. Eventually, both were dropped, though there were no details on that. Um, in 2017, he was convicted of driving with a suspended or revoked license. Uh, in 2019, the same year that he uh, was awarded the settlement, he was convicted of trespassing. He's also had a, a varying number of thefts um but the one that was escalated to uh, the violence in 2018 assault with a deadly weapon after he stabbed a man with a knife and he served 400 days in jail for that one um, does that seem like a cheap sentence assault with a deadly weapon he stabbed somebody with a knife i mean he could have easily killed the guy and 400 days that's 13 months we don't know how it was negotiated. It could have been plead out or pled out rather. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, we don't know anything about, you know, and if, the, you know, if these restraining orders were already dropped, those probably would not have been factored in in any kind of a sentencing moving forward. But um, but those that are close to him have characterized him as having a very short fuse. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And the littlest things would set him off. So um, he's got a heck of a of a criminal background. I mean, when you look at it, it's a bunch of little things, low-level felonies, as they're called. Um, none of them rose to the level of, a, of, of murder. But, you know, when you stab somebody with a knife, uh, he pled guilty to that. But he pled guilty to a lower-level felony in that case. So I, I'm, I'm thinking there was probably a plea deal in effect there. Um, but the restraining orders against the women that um, apparently he lived with or dated... Uh, that's also kind of a uh, disturbing trend when you've got two girls, two women in two different parts of Southern California, both filing restraining orders against the same man. Uh, that's a little bit of a red yeah. flag. Yeah, well, he's, he's obviously got bad wiring. <laughs> and he's, he's prone to uh, to violence and extreme overreactions. Yeah, so he was charged in uh, 2013 with assault with a deadly weapon. Uh, also, a second charge of... Um, uh, gross battery with um, uh, intent to harm. And again, in March of 2018, assault with deadly weapon. 
and the uh, gross bodily injury, uh, the GBI, both were felonies. Those were pled out as well. Uh, were those, wait, were those separate incidents? Yeah. You just one read? was in October of 2013. One was in March oh, of okay. 2018. 2013, 2018. Yeah. So, um, but they, uh, he's either, it's, he's either gotten lucky in the pleas, in the plea deals, or um, they were too low level to alert anybody. Really? Stabbing seems like a big deal to me. Well, or if, is it, but is he uh, able to, it is, but if he was able to plead it down to a low level felony and do only 400 days in jail, a little over a year in jail. Why? Well, we just got a system that ignores. That doesn't make it any less dangerous. But it just he, means they were interested in making yeah, plea but, deals. But, but he's he's, a, he's th- a crazy person, and he's obviously a, a terrible danger. But here's the thing, though. It, yeah, it, it it's violent, but when you look at it on paper in the legal system, it doesn't look like that big a deal. Oh, well, you see what I'm exactly. saying? That's it's what the plea system deal. does. Yeah, a big, it's only a big deal in reality. Yeah, that's, it, they it, like everything it, because there's low level nonviolent, right? Right, and if it's and if it's obviously if you're the person on the receiving end of the sharp blade, it's a big deal. But um, when you're looking at a series of crimes and all low level offenses, and the, you know all adds up, it, it it's all low level under the radar stuff. But there's you, there's a, a series of uh, incidents over such a long span of time that it sounds like he's just been in trouble for most of his adult life. You mentioned people that know him said he had a short fuse. Did they give any indication as to why he was killing homeless guys? No, none whatsoever. Other than one of them had told uh, another media outlet that uh, uh, she was. She said that could have easily been her on the uh, that, that would have been shot. Where was he living now? He was a, a resident of Los Angeles. Right, living in an apartment somewhere? Or? That is unknown right now. So he got out of his ditch yeah, on the beach. On the beach. Yeah, yeah, I wondered if he was homeless living in the ditch on the beach when no. he got run over. It, it, like I said, no, no, he was just a beachgoer. Or living in the in uh, his 2024 BMW. Well, officials <laughs> said he was a, a man of means. A man yeah, of means. So 700000 is a lot of money, yes. Yeah, so whether and I don't know whether he had a job of any kind, then he quit his job after that, or he was working, or still working. Those are all unknown parts that'll come out when the because uh, his arraignment was moved to January, so uh, he you know he appeared yesterday to face formal charges, but it was all continued to to uh, January. Yeah, and Eric Leonard at NBC Four is also reporting that this guy's been involved in litigation before. It was a lawsuit with a dispute over rent. Well, the rent alleging he was the victim of intentional emotional damage and sexual harassment. And that was dropped. And then yeah, that was the judge was, dismissed it. Yeah. yeah. And there was a surgery center that sued him. In fact, strangely enough, they sued him. Yeah. They sued him. A surgery center sued him for not paying a bill. And it was on November 30th, the day that he was arrested, that they uh, apparently he paid the bill. But he's got the 700 grand. That's odd. Uh, yeah. He paid yeah, the Eric bill. Leonard, NBC4 says he just got that money in June. That's 700,000. Yeah. That's what I mean. Oh, so okay. if it's 2019, that's why I say it takes a while to get that yeah, money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, L.A. County Public Defender's Office said, as with every client, we're committed to presenting a vigorous defense for Mr. Powell. And Uh, that could be right out of Gascon's office, actually. He's got so many public defenders in there. (laughs) It could be, yeah. Yeah, because it says here, Steve, police said that ballistic comparisons match a gun found in his car with all of the killings. Yeah, I that's, guess that's the key evidence. Yeah, when I was uh, when was when I was reporting that yesterday, I, that's when I said the forensic evidence is what really tied all four of these together. The license plate got the detectives thinking to connect the dots, but it was really the forensic evidence on the scenes of all four murders. Mm-hmm. They were able to tie together ballistics with that ah, gun. Again, you got seven hundred grand. Why are you robbing a guy in San Dimas and then killing him? Well, clearly, 
uh, there's something else at play here. Yeah, there is. Yes. <laughs> he follows the guy home, right? Takes some possessions from his garage and shoots him dead. Well, here's the thing that I'm waiting for, uh, because I'll tell you, detectives all over Southern California right now are all looking through their own cases. And yeah, I was going to say. they're all trying they, to find similarities. Yeah, have they, are they suspicious of any other outstanding yeah, unsolved are. cases? Not to steal a phrase. No, yeah. <laughs> both, uh, both the Sheriff's Department and LAPD both said that their, their respective investigators are combing through uh, files right now to find out if there's any similarities whatsoever, anything with the same gun, the same ballistic mm-hmm. profile, right. anything with that same MO, random shooting, um, because, you know, we don't report every homeless death here in Los Angeles, but they happen every day. I, I know it's just weird that he would suddenly do four in a week. And that's, that's what caught everyone off guard, yeah. you know, and then that was a killing spree. It's not a, it's been reported as a serial killer and he's not a serial killer unless they find other murders from years past or mm-hmm. t- sometime back. A serial killer is different than a spree, killing spree. Mm. Uh, so this was a killing spree because he did so many in a concentrated there, amount of There's time. rules for this. Uh, it, the, the, FBI, his nomenclature, yes. yeah, the FBI, because, I mean, it, it's in how you present it accurately. I mean, um, yeah. uh, uh, you know, a serial killer is somebody like the Night Stalker. He yes. would murder and then he would rest or sit back for a while, right. then come out and do it again, then go back and mm-hmm. then come. That's a serial killer. Right. This yeah. guy would this just, guy just, could still be a serial killer yeah. if we find if that he killed some of the cases. unsolved murders, yep. right? Yep. All right, Steve, thank you very much. You got it, man. Steve Gregory, uh, KFI News, uh, covering the story of the man that's now being charged with uh, murdering three homeless men and a guy in San Dimas who was returning home that he followed home and robbed. When we come back, another story has an update. We talked about last week a member of the Mexican mafia who was sentenced to death for killing an L.A. County sheriff's deputy. Remember we talked about that last week? There's been a decision in the case as to whether or not he's going to be free right now. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. And when we come back... Another in our never-ending salute to Ken. Another farewell message. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. And another farewell message to Ken. Hi, my name is Clay Rowe, and I'm the imaging director here at KFI. I'm the guy that makes all the station IDs and promos and stuff. I worked for nearly 20 years as the technical director for the John and Ken show. Now, Ken, you probably remember me as one of the guys in the other room. I I was the um I was the Caucasian one. You would uh, glare at me over your left shoulder whenever I played audio clips that you didn't like or that you you didn't understand or that you didn't think were funny. Or sometimes you might have just been glaring at me for fun. I don't know. But you did it a lot, and I I was that guy. Anyway, I just wanted to congratulate you on your retirement and leave you with this parting thought. As somebody that worked on your show for decades through countless broadcasts and recording sessions, it wouldn't be unreasonable for someone to assume that somebody like me might, I don't know, have hundreds of recordings of off-air conversations. Now, I'm not saying that I do, but I wouldn't blame somebody if they thought that I might be holding on to some incriminating recordings. But I I wouldn't worry about any of that. You've you've got retirement to think about, and only a sociopath would be holding on to hundreds upon hundreds of incriminating recordings. <laughs> carefully copied and hidden away in at least three 
different locations. What kind of nut would do that, right? (laughs) Anyway, before you go, please make sure you've got my current mailing address. I'll be expecting your usual monthly Christmas card paid to the order of cash, if you don't mind. Happy retirement, Ken. <laughs> that that's a shakedown. You heard it. I want a lawyer. That's one of the best wow. ones we got. <laughs> he's, he's got the tape stuff. No, true to the end, isn't he? You know, and I was gonna do a tribute to him after the news at two thirty, but now I'm thinking him twice about it. I'm looking over my shoulder. Glaring. I'm glaring. Ken, you don't glare. I love Clay, but he was a sensitive fellow. There Apparently. were times when I really honestly didn't mean anything by anything. What did I do? What did I do? <laughs> what? But really excellent. Excellent technical director. Oh. Not that Eric Sklar isn't great. But. He's great. Oh, we've, Clay, we've been very Clay, blessed. Clay puts me to shame. He's so much better than I am. Oh, he, okay. There he, he, <laughs> <laughs> he put himself under the bus. Well, you're young. You're, you're, you're acquiring skills, right? Yes, yes. I'm trying. Okay. Okay. Plays uh, a yeah. role model. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I'm surprised he didn't mention it, but I'm the one that tortured him with the creation of the moist line, which he did not like putting that together because uh, there would be so many calls there that were, quote, irrelevant. So we had to ferret through a lot of material to edit that just so so that it worked every week but uh, he was masterful at that too so uh yeah he's appreciate. Ter- terrifically uh, talented very funny all right then we will play the tribute you'll and, see what it is and uh, when we return after the news at 2 30 the first thing you hear when we come back all right after the news at 2 30 uh i want to give you this quick update last week we talked to kathy katie she's a retired la county da who's well working with victims because why not we have gascon as L.A. County District Attorney. And she brought to our attention the case of Jesse Gonzalez, a Mexican mafia shot caller who was sentenced to death for killing an L.A. County Sheriff's deputy. He was going to get released because of a Brady violation. It's one of those technical things about turning over evidence, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, the key thing you need to know is that Gascon approached his daughters a couple of years back and said, why don't we work out an arrangement here so we can move him off of death row and maybe he can be released? And they said no. And what Gascon is saying now is that I did that because I was trying to get something of more prison time because this guy may have a case to be released due to this Brady rule. Well, the decision was made today by a judge. He's going to remain in prison. How about that? So it's really good news. Wow, a rare victory. No Brady violation had actually occurred. And it says here, following the decision today, Sheriff Robert Luna and other members of the department were seen hugging. Because obviously he killed an L.A. County Sheriff's yeah. deputy. It was 1979 he killed him. Yeah. So. He's been sitting sitting in prison all these decades. Right. And now we now here comes Gascon. And he's and, got some devious way to get him out. Oh, no, I'm doing this so we can keep him in prison longer. Yeah, sure you are. Channel 7 actually did uh, Josh Haskell and Lisa Bartley, another story. I think it came out yesterday, uh, really in-depth. They did a very long story on the whole thing behind all this and how this guy had a shot at freedom. And at the end, they're saying we're awaiting the judge's decision. And that came today. So he's going to stay in prison. But don't think Gascon's a good guy over this because he's saying in this story, I want him to remain in prison. I do, I do. But as I said, he approached the daughters a couple of years ago because he thought this this decision might go the other way. Mm -hmm. And he was trying to uh, work out a plea deal where this guy could stay in jail a little longer, but would have a chance of parole. Right. Which, which was the goal. 
That was the trick well, he was trying is, to pull on the daughters. Yeah, that's right. Don't be fooled. He still wants the prisons empty. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iheart pplsi does not provide legal representation or advice see a plan for complete terms with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. You're listening to John and Ken on demand from KFI AM 640. On the radio from one until four, John and Ken on demand, the podcast uh, after four o'clock, it will be posted. And next segment, we're going to play a clip uh, in uh, commemoration of Ken's departure. Go back to 1988. <laughs> 1988. Clip uh, from New Jersey. Oh, like our first year. Yeah. Yeah. Not the one again where we're on the air the first day. You're playing that again? No, no, no. Something oh, else. Okay. We already played that one. Although we could play that. I one. thought we did play that a couple weeks ago, right? We did. Yeah. Uh, we only I, have so many highlights, so. so what do you mean? <laughs> After 35 years, we only have so many highlights? That's the stuff we, that we kept, right? We, we have seven. We have seven highlights. We do. <laughs> Keep running. <laughs> Our greatest hit. <laughs> no, we I, actually, I, 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 there's so much stuff, but, you know, we got to do a show here, too. 
Well, I'm going to do a short tribute to someone else. And when you told me people would be doing tributes to me, mm. I was thinking in my head, well, who's he going to get? And I, I did think of Clay Rowe. I knew you'd pull him out and throw him. The other people so far you've gotten, I did not expect. <laughs> nice. uh, so we'll see what happens next hour. Anyway, here is the thing. And I just mentioned Clay was technical director of the show for quite a few years. Was it 20? Almost 20, yeah. Ah, we came back in 01 and I don't know. Uh, responsible for the moist line which was my idea. And uh, he did a masterful job with it. Like I said, Eric does a good job too. The other thing that the technical director has to put together, which again was my idea, are the desks, right? Mm. The desks. We've had many desks over the years. It's our way of kind of combining the highlights, whatever the topic is, into an intro. Now, this is the only time that I understand what a Hollywood director goes through. Because when I pitch my idea for a desk, to the technical director, right? I throw ideas at him. I email him stuff, right? Mm. I have in my head what it's going to sound like. And it, eh, so I mean, they're all good, but eh, never perfect. This desk was perfect. Here we go. You know, when Noah wanted to build his ark, most of the people laughed at it. Why are you building this damn ark? I think it's time to panic. We gotta build our art too. The threat to organized human existence. Uh, climate pollutants. Uh, nuclear incident. Landfills. Nuclear terrorism. And uh, cow farts. Uh, the threats that human technology now portend. The civilization could deteriorate. Nothing is more serious in the world than extinction. To quote the apocalypse. And I think this has to be at the level of a crusade. The existential threat of our time. It's not gonna be 110, it's gonna be 130. A complete waste. 135 for months on end. It can be so hot here, it becomes unlivable. You're going to see mass migrations, extinction of millions of species, vector diseases, forest fires. This isn't for me. I'm going to be dead. It's for you. Is this the end of the world? It is the end of the world as we know it. It's time to panic. It is the end of the world as we know it. A complete wasteland. It is the end of the world as we know it. And now, an update from the Apocalypse Desk. The Apocalypse. Here's John and Ken. That is the best one. That is even better than I envisioned it. (laughs) Because the clips just work perfectly with the music and Jerry Brown's panic. Oh, we didn't get to play that desk enough because obviously that time period passed quicker when Brown was governor and all that. It it always makes me laugh, like every time. No matter how many times I've heard it, it always cracks me up. <laughs> and it's the longest intro, but it was worth it. It really yeah. was. Yeah. Everything in no, there I'm, just... I'm going to keep using that forever. Anytime there's a, you know, a big uh, climate story. I know. I meant to play it last hour because John Kerry farted at the climate conference, right. but I <laughs> forgot to dig it out. I mean, he was adding <laughs> right, to the problem. Because Jerry Brown's complaining about cow farts. And right. now, now it's Kerry farts. Kerry farts. Just as dangerous. Very dangerous Kerry farts. Now we move over to today's governor, and this story is too good to pass up. The headline in the El Segundo Times, L.A. con man who posed as attorney and rubbed elbows with Governor Newsom is sentenced to six months. And there is a picture with Dippity Doo back when he was running for governor in 2018 with these two men, Edgar Sargisian and John Ballion at Sargisian's Beverly Hills Law Office. The Times did a story. His name is Edgar Sargisian. He's going to serve a short prison sentence and then an additional six months confined to his home. He pled guilty to bank fraud, bribery, and lying to federal agents. 
And it's just the idea of – he did a fundraiser for Newsom at a cigar club, the Grand Havana Cigar Club. John, you go there in Beverly Hills? Actually, I've been in there, yeah. <laughs> oh, you have been in there. I think that's a big Schwarzenegger hang hang. I was going to say Schwarzenegger's yeah. a cigar yeah. guy. Uh, and, and by the way, this guy loved to have his pictures taken with celebrities and not just Newsom. But when I looked at the smiling Newsom with a, with a criminal, oh, yeah. I just found that funny. Yeah. And and that wait a second is that oh okay no he th those two are questionable characters Newsom is standing with like you look at these guys and it's like hey hey at least one of them is in prison right yeah I don't remember the other one Sargisian had a had a partner but it's a guy named Levin oh boy I can't even pronounce his name Tomegzian right uh, they met each other apparently Sargisian immigrated to the United States in 2004 settled in Glendale he was penniless. But uh, if you if you read the uh, story that the Times did on him about his life from a year ago, it is it, it, part of it's hysterical. You, they should make a movie about this guy because he got involved in uh, it's credit card fraud, fake student loans. But my favorite story, let me see if I can call it up here quickly. Uh, he's mad about this now because the Times did this story. Private jets and millions weren't enough. This L.A. con man wanted something more. He even got involved in providing opioids to a member of, I think it's the uh, Qatar royal family. Mm. Uh, oh, this is fantastic. Let me just see. I have to scroll way down because way down this very, very long story that they did at the end of 2022. But he also, <laughs> he also, oh, here's another one. They diluted biodiesel that he sold at his gas stations with elevated amounts of cheap biofuel. Oh, this was his partner. Temadidzian. He was making an extra $4 million in profit a month. It was just everything you could imagine in a grifter's tale was in this about these two guys and the stuff that they came up with That's what, in order guy, to cash in. That's what I always say. Guys like like them, they do every do something every day. Every day. That's their profession. That's their job. And they got plenty of ideas. Oh, yeah. It's, it's fantastic. Uh he undergoes surgery in an attempt to remedy his thinning hair. He testified that he invested $500,000 in a pornography company, 150000 in a romantic comedy starring, starring, uh, starring Sharon Stone. Uh, I'm just trying to see if I can find the one story I'm looking for here. About well, he, how he, he... he failed the California bar several times. Oh, yeah, he paid a guy to take it for him. $140,000. And that guy passed, and Sargassian didn't admit to it for years. <laughs> So he was acting as a fake lawyer, too. Oh, yeah. He's now very angry about this 2022 story, claiming that it's not true. Oh, here it is. Uh, Sargisian was selling Demerol to Khalid Hamid El Fani, a member of Qatar's royal family who was living at the time in Beverly Hills. He would buy the powerful opioid from a dentist and arrange for nurses to inject it into Al Thani. <laughs> and it says here... Yeah, he, he got wire transfers of $199,000 and $400,000 from Sheikh Khalid Hamid K. Alfani to his law firm. Wow. He just thought of everything. Yeah. And he, he came. I'm going to sell opioids to a member of the Qatar royal family. See, the Qatar look royal look family. what he did in less than 20 years. He comes from Armenia in 04, and he's completely broke. Penniless, right? Yeah. And, but, but by working hard every day, by being dedicated and driven, look what he accomplished. Look at the people he knew, the connections he had. And he donated, obviously, as I mentioned, to Newsom's campaign. Their only response is that they, they gave it to charity. They, sure they, they found did. out that he was a shady character. <laughs> I don't know. Gavin's smiling. Uh, pretty broad smile on his face. Yeah. He's not the only one. Apparently, I think Schwarzenegger was uh, in a picture with this guy, too. So this guy just liked to 
uh, you know. Yeah. And like they, they like to go with politicians too, because politicians can be helpful. No, I know a guy like that, and not that not that he's a crook, but he donates to everybody because he likes being around the politicians. He, or is he ever looking for favors, maybe, or you know, just uh, access? I, I, well, maybe access, yeah, because he's a business guy. But there's no pol- there's no political bias in him. He That's he, right. he will give money to everybody. He'll use anybody yes. he can. Right. Well, Trump, uh, it, it was like that, too, he said. He, g- he gave money to everybody on both sides. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. iHeart Radio app. And we have a Johnny Ken clip for 1988 from our first year on the radio together. Uh, coming up next as we continue our celebration of Ken's life. Oh, <laughs> my life. That sounds so sad. <laughs> not dying. He's just my radio career. Good Lord. I keep trying out new ways to describe this. Uh, (laughs) All right. Your radio career. Sure. You're listening to John and Ken on demand from KFI AM 640. Well, we continue our salute to Ken's iconic radio career. (laughs) And (laughs) this one takes a little bit of a setup because I'm sure none of you were here. Uh, around to hear this. This goes back to 1988. Now, there's only two people who really, uh, uh, besides me, uh, know the whole John and Ken story from uh, almost day one. And that would be Ken, and that would be my wife, Deborah. And about, we got the job at, at WOND in Atlantic City. This was a really low power AM radio station, played oldies. Started uh, January 11th, 1988. About five weeks later, on February 19th, 1988, um, I looked through the window, and we had a TV station connected to our uh, our radio station. And the TV uh, newswomen used to come in, and they would hold their morning meeting. The news director was Jeff Whitaker. You'll hear him on the tape. He was in the studio with us just hanging out, and he also conducted the meeting. It was, you know, giving out the assignments. Well, I saw what was to become my wife through the window, and I had a reaction. Uh, Ken was in charge of recording all our shows back then. And so fortunately, he, he did turn on the tape recorder for this segment. And, um, and then he later in the segment starts egging me on. So this, this all really happened. Now, I, some of it's not going to make sense. It's just inside jokes of the moment. But I had gone to David Letterman's show the night before in New York. And he, Letterman had burst in on the local uh, TV newscast in New York City. So that that explains what was going on here, but uh, uh, th- this is this is the moment that Ken and Deborah and I all met and would uh, and start a thirty six year journey. So roll the tape. Get her in here. I want to talk to her. She looks. Her. I can't bring me her. Bring me her. <laughs> I keep forgetting her name. What's her name again? Deborah. Deborah. I'm sorry. Deborah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I meet like 50 new people here. Yeah, like like a bring, me bring me her. Bring me her. Bring me blonde. There she is. Hi, Deborah. What do you think? Up to the mic, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> She's got it down. She's well trained. I hear you yelling at Jeff and Mary all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you to it would be a lot easier. You were the one who blew me the kiss the other day, right? No, you're mistaken. I would never do that. <laughs> it wasn't her. Yes, you did. Who did? Dreaming. In your dreams. Yeah, yeah. somebody blew me a kiss. I think it was Jeff. <laughs> oh, no. What? You're, you're spreading bad rumors here. I could have sworn you blew a kiss at me the other day. Would it bother you if somebody walked on the set while you're doing a news show and tried to have a little fun? 
Oh, it depends upon what they wanted to do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Letterman just wanted to do the weather. I mean, if we broke in one day, just wanted well, to do the weather. Be a weatherman. Yeah. 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 Well, how about we... this, guys? Why don't you walk onto the set one day and we'll let you know? Uh oh. <laughs> a, here we go. What do you do? The morning cuttings? You're on the weekends. I, I do the weekends. Well, I the one weekend. person watches TV for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm never here on the weekends. He, he tries to talk about the news, but he never watches it. That's what he has to watch. <laughs> talking about board. something you don't know anything about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk about you guys because I don't know anything about you guys. <laughs> I've gotten paid for years <laughs> talking about well, things they, they that I know. Jeff. They know Jeff. I, I see Jeff. I see well, him. I see the whole You have to watch so you know what's going on Monday morning. That's right. Yeah. Weekends. Yeah. Weekends at 11 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> She's promoting. Everybody's a promoter. <laughs> I'd have charge you 20 bucks for a commercial now. We ought to charge you. Mm. A talent fee, yeah. She came prepared for this. I understand you're coming down to the station today. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Right mm. before the news. How confident are these technicians, by the way? Very confident. Really... Oh, yeah? Yes. Yeah, so it won't oh. take long, then? No, it won't take long. All right, I just had a lot of bad How experiences. you in front of the... the uh... I used to do weather on these pretty news really? up there. Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. Oh, you want to do Christie? In fact, can I do yeah. the weather here sometime? Huh? I, I got he, tapes and stuff. I got audition. I can show you audition tapes. You take over for Steve Christie. And, uh, he's not bad, actually. No. Yeah, I'm pretty good on the weather. Got to do something with the hair, though. Well, the hair looks nice when I wash it. You know. Because you don't need to do that for radio. No, you know. No, we, right. we, we, we can and I never right. bathe when we come here in the morning. He's bald. <laughs> People are hoping he has that hair. He's bald. No, 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 no. no we're not. Tell the listeners the truth. <laughs> no, I'm not bald. Folks, we got news today. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, have a good day on Solid Gold Radio 4. You can walk in here anytime. Don't bother us. Thanks. Yeah, you're not disrupting anything in here, boy. <laughs> right, for right, sure. Right. Take right, care. Nice meeting you, bye-bye. It's uh, 9.38 here. Bring me her. Bring me her. Bring me the news, mama. <laughs> I want the one newswoman. He's like a little kid in a candy store. Bring me Mommy, I'm here. I want one of those, Mommy. Bring me one of those, please. I want to play. Uh, we're behind. I got to do sports sometime soon. No. <laughs> I think we did the show in a tunnel. It sounds like we're in a cave somewhere. Holy well, mackerel. That was a CD recording from a video that I had to take yeah. the recording from. It CD was... recording from a video. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're originally all just cassette tapes we put them on. I used to record the show. I sat there in the studio with yeah. a little uh, record, you know, <laughs> old cassette recorder. <laughs> That's all we had. That was my, 1988. That was uh, my first conversation with her. Well, there you go. There you go. Well, there you go. Thank it ended you. up this many years later where it is. Right. All right. We got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere. I heard radio app. Deborah Park, live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.
Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.